Hey everyone, this is Ashley Menzies Babatunde, and welcome to another episode of No Straight Path, the highs, the lows, and the lessons learned. We are back with another solo episode, and I have an exciting life update that I'd like to share. As many of you know, No Straight Path is part of the HubSpot Creators Program. So this is an accelerator program that invests in emerging creators. It's like a startup accelerator, so all of the creators start in the seed round. They must use the marketing resources provided by HubSpot to increase podcast downloads and advance into the various series. So in this case, it's series A, B, and C. If you make it through all of the series, then your show earns an official paid spot in the HubSpot Podcast Network. So pretty amazing, a paid storytelling opportunity, which is definitely my dream. The whole experience has been an incredible whirlwind. I want to tell you about it and how I got here because it's actually very aligned with the No Straight Path podcast theme. I also learned some very helpful lessons along the way, and I plan to unpack this in part two of this episode series. So let's start from the beginning. I mentioned in the podcast teaser that I came up with this idea for No Straight Path in 2018 after sharing a blog post about overcoming bar failure. The post resonated with so many people, and in that moment, I was reminded of the power of personal storytelling. That period of my life felt just so lonely. I failed the exam twice, I lost my job, and I watched all my friends and colleagues move on with their legal careers. And social media did not help. It made everything more visible. Every bar passing IG and Facebook post just felt painful. I even struggled with anxiety and depression, which was really new to me. In retrospect, it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. I was out of work for about nine months. I got a job at another prestigious big law firm two months after passing the exam, and I joined the firm with my class year. So there was no consequential delay in my career. And even if there was a delay, it would have been fine. I went on to do really well at the firm. In fact, I recently had my annual review and it was fire. It was great, guys. (laughs) All of my teams had positive feedback and highlighted my value as an attorney at the firm. My hard work paid off. Now, I'm not sharing this to toot my own horn, but to really just show that things work out. Like career setbacks are not the end of the world and you can overcome them. The same qualities and skills that got you into the door will help you open another door that's likely more suited for you you can bounce back. I really benefited from stories like this when I was navigating my failure. And I just wish I had more access to these stories. So I thought if I could normalize career setbacks, especially in elite spaces where people don't always talk about it, then I can help others feel less alone. I could help dispel the shame and focus on the humanity of the experience. I could also help humanize the BIPOC experience in elite high-pressure spaces. As a Black woman, the shame was heightened because there are so few of us in these spaces. I had to succeed. Failure wasn't an option. I felt the weight of my community on my shoulders. I later realized that I don't need to carry this weight. And I can tell other BIPOC professionals that they shouldn't carry the weight either. I also thought that I can help others avoid the anxiety and depression I experienced. They could take a healthy and positive approach to setbacks and I could share the lessons I learned during my journey. The main lesson from this experience, which I shared in my blog post, was this. I'm going to go 
straight to the blog and read it word for word. The past and future gold stars on my resume are nice, but they do not define me. Failing this exam made me realize that I attached too much of my self-worth to my success. This experience, along with the unwavering support of my friends and family, showed me that I'm not defined by my tests, my degrees, or my awards. I'm also not defined by my failures. I am defined by the perseverance, hard work, and optimism needed to achieve the successes and overcome the failures. I am positive. I am strong. I am resilient. And these are innate qualities that I possess. They are within me and they are most important. After writing this blog post, I shared this lesson with anyone I could. I quickly found myself helping others navigate their bar failure journeys. After sharing my story, so many people reached out seeking comfort and advice. I noticed that I was becoming a source of encouragement, inspiration, and motivation, like a career therapist. And I loved it. I was a peer advisor in college and a legal writing advisor in law school. And it's just my thing. I also really appreciated the mentors and friends who shared their setbacks with me. Those conversations were life-changing. I realized that I could start a podcast highlighting stories that offered encouragement, inspiration, and motivation to listeners. It would give me the opportunity to do work aligned with my purpose. So I decided on a podcast because I'm a podcast person. Love them so much. I've been listening to the Daily and Modern Love podcast since their inception. I took this idea and stored it away for a while. I started my firm in 2019 and my caseload was just too heavy to think about anything else. But my workload lightened in early 2020, so I revisited the idea. I came up with a guest interview list and I reached out to friends about sharing their stories. I started brainstorming. I thought of potential names for the podcast, worked on the description, and wrote themes I wanted to explore. Although career setbacks was a main theme, I also wanted to explore pivots and finding purpose essentially the journeys that could feel lonely. So I did my research and I shared my progress with my mom every day. She was my best friend, so we talked every day anyway. Sadly, she was diagnosed with stage four leiomyosarcoma, a very rare ovarian cancer in February of 2020. But the podcast idea was a huge blessing, a glimmer of light during a really dark time. The idea gave us something positive and exciting to talk about. It gave us hope for the future. She provided encouraging feedback and shared all of my excitement. Although I have to admit that my mom pretty much thought everything I did was amazing. <laughs> like she was a very proud mom and I'm an only child. So it was a lot. I would say she was extra. Not sure if people say that anymore, but she was. <laughs> but despite her rose colored approach to almost everything I did, I could tell that she just really believed in the podcast. She said it was going to help so many people. I took another break from the podcast when her health declined. After she passed away in January of 2021, I thought about ways to honor her. I knew I had to release No Straight Path. I drafted a timeline. I recorded a number of interviews in late 2021 and early 2022. And I released the teaser on February 17th, 2022, my mom's birthday, to honor her memory. So my plan was to release the first season with about eight or 10 episodes in the spring. I was going to do some additional research on podcasting in the meantime. I knew nothing, but three weeks later, HubSpot approached me to join their accelerator program. 
my friend Maya from college, shout out to Maya Burns. She's amazing. She sent my teaser to her good friend who helped launch the HubSpot Podcast Network. They asked me to join the program based on the teaser alone. So naturally, I was so excited and also very flattered, but also nervous about the time commitment. Producing weekly content is a huge part of the Accelerator program, and I knew it would be very challenging to do it with my law firm job and wedding planning. Yes. If you listen to some of my recent episodes, you all know that I was planning a wedding. Quick update, I actually just got back from my wonderful honeymoon, and the wedding was amazing. So cheers to that. All the joy. All the joy. Okay, so back to the story. I was concerned. I was concerned about being stretched too thin. My plan was to do a season and take breaks in between seasons. I initially said no to the program because I just didn't think I could do it all. I thought applying to the program at a later date would be a better option. But after learning about the special investment provided to the first cohort of Accelerator participants and the increased competition for later cohorts, I realized that this was an opportunity I couldn't pass up. And I just thought about the divine timing. I released the teaser for my podcast on my mom's birthday. Then I get this deal with HubSpot a few weeks later. My mom is in this somewhere. I also thought about what she would do. And she would have definitely said yes, along with one of her encouraging sayings like, do your best and God will do the rest or let go and let God. (laughs) So I said yes and embarked on a journey that has unlocked parts of me that I did not know existed. Since I joined the program in late March, I have further explored my passion for storytelling, honed my public speaking skills, made meaningful connections with other creators. I also did not really know what a creator was until this year, (laughs) and learned about the world of marketing and entrepreneurship. And the HubSpot team has been amazing. Shout out to Alana Joseph. Love her. I'm going to get her on the show at some point. And I've also just realized that I come alive during this work. And it's been so fun to see how the show has grown so much in such a short period of time. With that said, it has been really hard. My initial concerns about balancing everything were beginning to become a reality. I spoke a bit about the challenges I was facing in an episode on navigating periods of imbalance. I was being stretched in so many different directions and I felt like I was failing at everything. I was getting increased opportunities and responsibility at my firm, all while trying to keep the momentum of the podcast going. The last couple of months have been filled with the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. I've just been exhausted. I tried taking my own advice from the periods of imbalance episode and started brainstorming ways to free up my time. So one of the tips I provided on the episode was to think about the things you can control and push timelines accordingly. I thought I might have some control with respect to the pace of the accelerator program. So I initially tried setting some boundaries by pushing some of the marketing commitments but I quickly realized this was going to negatively impact my chances at advancing in the program. So I went back to brainstorming. Then I approached the team at HubSpot and asked for some flexibility with hitting certain targets. I made my case and explained my unique situation. The team was very understanding and offered some flexibility to all creators in the program. We're the first cohort and they want us to succeed. The timeline, however, was still too fast. I was like, can we slow down, please? The show is doing well. It's growing. I promise. (laughs) 
but this is an accelerator program and they expect you to accelerate. Otherwise, you can't continue in the program. It makes sense, but I was struggling. While the flexibility was a good Band-Aid solution that bought me a bit more time, I knew I was going to need a more drastic change. This was not sustainable. I went back to the drawing board and I thought about the things I can control. Around the same time, I had an encouraging interview with Jenna Kutcher. Jenna is a HubSpot Podcast Network star, and she's a successful entrepreneur, and she has this amazing new book that I just read on my honeymoon, How Are You Really? So Good. And we talked about my state of imbalance and the lie of momentum with respect to women in their careers. And this really stuck with me. So let's take a quick listen to what she had to say. One of the things that I found really fascinating, specifically coming out of the pandemic and more specifically with ambitious women, is this belief in the lie of momentum. Now, we know momentum in terms of physics is a real thing. It's not something made up. But when it comes to our belief systems around it, specifically as women, a lot of times we believe this lie that we have to keep the momentum going. If there are good things going, we've just got to roll with it really hard and really fast. And that is a lie because we don't recognize that what got us that movement, what got the momentum in the first place was us. That is within us. It is not leaving us. And so it's okay to press the brake pedal because you still remember where the gas pedal is. All right. So I love this. It's okay to press the brake pedal because you still know where the gas pedal is. Yes. A whole bar. (laughs) And I just like really thought about this. I sat with it and I know where the gas pedal is with respect to my career as an attorney. The increased responsibility on my cases will probably still be there if I press the brake pedal, but I actually don't know where the gas pedal is with respect to my podcast. And I had already exhausted all brake pedal options with respect to the podcast. So I thought to myself, maybe I'm trying to set boundaries in the wrong area. I thought since HubSpot was understanding, maybe my firm would be too. Maybe I have more control here than I initially thought. I had already discussed a potential sabbatical for next year with a few people at my firm because I wanted to take some time to recover from burnout, further process my grief, and pursue the podcast. Sabbaticals aren't the norm in the legal industry, but they exist. They've become more accepted since the pandemic. I had a few friends take sabbaticals to recover from burnout and pursue writing. I had one friend take one to work on a political campaign. He's now a politician. And no one regretted taking the time off. I even thought about quitting my job if the firm said no. I wasn't ready to leave my firm. This wasn't the plan. But I knew I would regret passing up this opportunity. This fear of regret was heightened after I came across a journal entry from December 16, 2019. So this is what I wrote. I recently decided that I am going to start saying aloud what I actually want to do with my life. I am passionate about hearing and telling people's stories. I spend much of my time poring over documents, but I find conversations and learning from others more meaningful. I've never said it aloud because I'm not sure how to turn this passion into a career that generates income. I'm afraid I'll sound like a dreamer. The attorney pathway is more straightforward, risk averse and impressive, in quotes, to society. But the older I get, the less I care about what others think. Fortunately, right now I like being an attorney and the goals aren't mutually exclusive. Maybe I can do both. We'll see what happens. 
I thought, wow. First, I don't recall writing this down. This is like, my memory is not that great. So it's good that I have this journal. (laughs) But this desire has been inside of me since December of 2019. I didn't know how the job would look, but working as a podcast host for a major company is exactly the kind of job that would allow me to hear and tell other stories while generating an income. This job exists and I have a chance to pursue it. And if you've listened to my teaser episode, you know I have some experience in writing down my dreams and achieving them. Manifestation is a real thing. So I made the decision that I was going to pursue this opportunity no matter what. Even if it meant quitting my job, I wanted to think about all of the possible outcomes and how to approach them. I asked my husband if he would support me quitting my job, and he said, yes. He said, you don't always get an opportunity to chase your dreams, so he was on board. This was such a relief. I had conversations with friends who had navigated their own pivots, and they all said I should go for it. I did avoid my risk-averse friends (laughs) because I didn't want to be deterred. And when I talked to my aunt, who always gives me good advice, I had her full support, but she said that there's no need to get ahead of myself. Just ask for the sabbatical. I've been fortunate to work at a firm with very supportive people. So I stopped spiraling down the quitting my job scenario, which gave me some anxiety, and went after what I really wanted, an immediate year-long sabbatical. I reached out to a few trusted advisors at my firm to get their advice and made my case to firm leadership. I anticipated all of their questions during my initial pitch and began working on a smooth transition for all of my cases. Instead of advocating for a client, I was advocating for myself. It was scary, but empowering. Everyone could tell that I was passionate about this opportunity. They said they could hear it in my voice and they said yes. Instead of returning to my firm after my honeymoon, I returned to my home office as a full-time podcast creator. Today was officially my first day, and I have to admit, it feels amazing. I planted the seed in 2018, and look at me now. My mom would say, look at God. (laughs) So plant the seed. You never know where it will take you. Thank you for listening to another episode of No Straight Path the highs, the lows, and the lessons learned. Remember to share this episode with friends and family. And if you like what you hear, please go on to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts to rate the show. It helps other listeners find No Straight Path. Let's spread the message, everyone, and make sure that millennials feel less alone. There's no straight path in your career and life, and that's okay. It's honestly what makes the journey exciting. So let's get inspired together. I hope you have a great week.